It's official. My book, Life of the Party, is now available for pre-order at birdbirdbird.com, as well as the limited edition Murdered Out Machine shirts. Today's guest, Matt Fultron, Brandon Wardell. Go to birdbirdbird.com. Get a book, get a shirt. I love you. This is The Birdcast. I think this is pretty good. Here, I'll sit. Let's all sit around together. All you right. sit here. Here, we'll all sit. Right here? I don't know. I don't know where to fucking put this thing. <laughs> you put it... Maybe tip your suitcase over or something? Oh, oh yeah. Hey, easy. I tried the other day. You I tried. do it? No, I got it. Okay. All right. And we'll just do it like this. Here, All get right. closer. Get closer, young child. Not you. You're good. Okay. Perfect, perfect. All right. I think the levels are good. Here, talk. Mic check, mic check. One, two. Full charge. <laughs> Don't stop. Brandon? Keep going. Hey, Hello. Uh, this is okay. Good. Is it, is it recording? Yeah, is this recording. on the podcast? Yeah, this is on the podcast. This is already. This is live yeah. streaming. I'm already famous. I just, I just, I just entered the room. Is this your first podcast? This is a. I've, I've done a. I've had not. This is. I think this is my first like. Maybe more high profile podcasts. One that, one that people listen I've to. Done, like, I've done a couple podcasts that I'm sure the the scene here has yeah. has podcasts. Yeah. No, I'm a local uh, podcast powerhouse. Really? What, but, what, do they, what do they have around here? It's all. I. You've been on Barack Obama's. Oh yeah, I've been on. Yeah, Barack Obama has a podcast. Rare, yeah, very, uh, everyone's got a podcast. Barack Obama no, really has a fucking no, no, podcast. He oh, he I guess that would be fucking stupid. <laughs> you just get the State of the Union podcast <laughs> every day. Does hey guys, it's B. Yo, Michelle. <laughs> Nothing really happened today. Uh, um, everyone still doesn't have health care. That was a that was a heckle I got last night. What? You don't have health care. Oh, that was true? <laughs> no, I saw you tweeted no, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like Wait, do you have health care? Yeah, I, do, I mean, I do have I'm all, it. like, because I, I, I have, like, I'm young and I have, like, parents. Yeah, so until you're 25, you get health care. Right. So, yeah. No, but I do a joke about car insurance, and someone's like, you don't have health care. You have health insurance. <laughs> what the fuck? That's a DC heckle. Yeah. That's a DC heckle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just cla- class warfare? Yeah, exactly. Jeez, <laughs> do you have a haircut? No, oh, okay. I just showered right before I got here. You I did shower. I did. I yeah. When Matt texted me about the podcast, I was like, I didn't have pants. You've been up it, since so. ten. Yeah, but well, no. I I ate breakfast and then I took a like a food nap. Yeah, and then okay. I like yeah. You took your pants back off. Right after breakfast. Yeah. Sweet. Wait. Right. Okay. Well, let's, what, let's introduce. Let's, <laughs> let's introduce Brandon. Yeah. So for those, well, everyone knows Matt, the full charge, full charge. Yeah, hey everybody. And then Brandon Sw- Slidell, Wardell, Wardell, <laughs> Slidell. That's pretty racist, good, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. But Brandon Wardell is a child. He is a. Uh, <laughs> he's a, he has a very boyish look. Fresh out the huggies. <laughs> Fresh and out into the podcast. <laughs> Fresh out into the first. You are the podcast generation. Yeah. Yeah. I was born with. Podcast. He doesn't even know what regular I was, radio is. Yeah, yeah, no. I. You'll never know. You'll of, never know yeah. in your business what it's like to go in and do radio. Yeah. Because you'll just do podcasts and you'll end up doing a small rock club tour. Right. And and <laughs> and you'll and you'll get like into a scene and that scene will explode. And you'll never know what it's like to be a road comic and wake up and do radio at a place where they do not want you there. Right. right. They have no interest. Yeah. You have to win them over. And then when they win, you win them over. They still. 
they still have a disdain for you, bec- and you'll it's never know. It's also just that. them like half-heartedly doing like setups, right? Like that. No, oh, you'll, that, you'll oh, never, you'll never, not even, you'll never know what it's like to go in and some producer comes in and goes, "I need five setups," right. and, and you oh. and, and you can't Ooh, say to them, Jesus "I don't Christ. do that." Right. Yeah. You have to go. All right, ask me about fighting a bear. Right, and then uh, ask me about my daughters, and and then and then they yeah. do this cheesy. So I understand you fought a bear, man. Let me tell you, Wild Jack. Yeah, this shit went down. You'll and never you know. Go yeah. And they're just staring at you like, <laughs> not good enough, buddy. Not good enough. Have both of you they're, done comics well, unleashed? Oh I yeah, have, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That's all. That's all that shows. Right? Oh like, yeah. It's, it's genius like, yeah. because it's great for the internet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you look at my one of my comics unleashed bits is got like, I want to say. 500,000 views because yeah. it is it is me on a panel which is the best way to tell a joke right. the best way to tell a joke is sit next to David Letterman and say and and casually slide in a story but Byron Allen didn't do that he just said I just need the joke so yeah. it'd be like Debbie Gutierrez I understand you had a hysterectomy and she's like I did I, it's the craziest thing I'm sweating them out and out. my husband doesn't want to touch me Bert you fought a black guy tell me about it and you're like ah oh, one time Byron like right. so uh, I gave him like negative setups like, if I want to tell a joke about how I quit the gym, I'd be like, ask me why I love the gym. He'd be like, so, Matt, I heard you love the gym. I'd be like, no way, dude. <laughs> oh, that's, so smart. that's so fucking smart. He, he, he asked me, he was like, so, Bert, I understand you, you, were, you were in a fight? I said, yeah, with a black guy. And it went, <laughs> it was, uh, that was. That was uh, the hot chocolate episode? That was the, and it was. You saw the chocolate but boiler. You know what, though? I was shitting on it before I got there because it was like that. There were like setups, and they're like, no one's going to freeform. No one's freeforming. You need your setups. And I was yeah. like, bullshit. I was like, I, you know what? I'll just get on there and I'll do whatever I do. I'll give them these setups, but I'll do what I do. And I walked in, and Dennis Miller was in the dressing room next to me. Wow. And I was like, I was like holy shit. Dennis Miller's giving him setups. I give him, I'm giving him setups. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Let me tell you, Chi Chi. Yeah. Wait, what is he? Does, is, is, it's all just libertarian stuff now, though, right? I don't know. I didn't see it. I, 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 don't, I haven't seen Dennis Miller's act in a long, long time. When I, yeah. when I went on, right before I went on. I don't even know what libertarian means. I just know it means it's like well here, like libertarians. I think like every like libertarian in their twenties that I know is just is just like it's just a Republican that like knows it's not cool to call themselves a Republican. Okay. So they just use a cool, like a well, what do they term. believe? It's though? just pe- it's just like do they have health insurance? I think they're Republicans that are like less and oh, oh fuck, I'm gonna get. Do libertarians libertarians listen to like I know they listen to Joe Rogan's podcast guys he is putting himself so out there so if you need to, to smack him on the internet it's at Brandon <laughs> Boy Brandon what's, your, what's, what's your Twitter uh, at Brandon Wardell at W-A-R-D-E-L-L libertarians uh, what do send, they believe send all your hate what do they, do they believe, believe in God to, to my uh, what's up do libertarians believe in yes, God I think they, they just God. believe in like a lack of they believe in like small government okay like I guess it's like it's sort of. If I'm a libertarian, can I have an abortion? <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't think they're. I don't think like Ron Paul is like. Okay. If, I'm a, liber- if I'm a libertarian, abortion. I have to get my own health insurance, right? I think so. Yeah, I think they're big on like. Is there any other issues? They want to like privatize <laughs> social country, security, right? I don't know. We haven't thought out all the like, issues. We just know where we stand on abortion, a, everybody. <laughs> abortion, <laughs> marijuana, and gun control. Look, I don't care about the other stuff, quite honestly. Yeah. Who has the? the somebody has a joke about how they're just Republicans that smoke weed. I have no idea. 
I haven't seen other people stand up other than the two of you. Right. In, in a very, I haven't seen any other stand up other than Matt in a very long time. Yeah. yeah. And then I saw yours. I sat. I suffered. Or I sat through yours. <laughs> so Brandon, we didn't never introduce Brandon. So Brandon, yeah, we did. We, no, we, not really. Okay. So Brandon was. Brandon is the most socially awkward person we've nah, ever met. come on, man. Easily. Easily. But he's still outgoing. Man. Oh, outgoing is fuck. <laughs> outgoing as fuck. But once he Just, gets there, it's, and he doesn't I, know what to do. It reminds me so much of me when I was a young comic. <laughs> That you just don't know the right or wrong thing to do. You right. know what you regularly would do right. in life, but right. in comedy circles with a group of people that over obsess about every sure. fucking detail, sure. it is explosive. Right. It is, and so. But Brandon came in and was like, "We were uh, we were in Richmond, yeah," and he was like staring in the mirror, combing his hair, right? And <laughs> and, and he was talking. He was just sitting in the green room. I don't even know how you got in the green room. I think I let him in the green room. Yeah, sure. and, uh, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm a comic." And then something rem- very much. I told you this last night. Reminds you remind me very much of of a very young Nick Swartzen. Right. And yeah. so I said, uh, "I said you should do a guest set." And you were like, "Really?" And you're like, "Yeah." And then the fucking hell. Opened the up. red tape. Yep, we had to get through to get this kid on stage. <laughs> yeah, was unbelievable. For a, uh, five Three minute, different yeah, managers came five, in. Yeah, yeah, five minute, a five minute guest spot on a like a ten thirty show with no money exchanged. Yeah. No, no, right with hey, the green light from the headliner. You literally had to go out and rewalk into the front door. <laughs> that was my favorite. Yeah. How did he walk in? Hold on, there was a policy on how you get into the building if you're right. a comic there. Yeah. So how did you go in the first time? I think I just went, like, I went through, like, the side door. Okay, and that's unacceptable? Which is, I assumed that was, okay, I had done it earlier. <laughs> Wrong! This and is the Richmond Funny Bone. The big yeah. We don't fuck around. I wasn't at the, yeah, I wasn't at the proper, like, security clearance level. Right. For and the then, Richmond Funny Bone. And you were 20 years old at the time, so you were underage, oh, so they had to oh, put right. big X's yeah. on his hands yeah. to go on stage. Like he was in minor threat or some shit. <laughs> And so then he went on stage. He was very funny. And then we got to we got, but it was well. Fun. Another funny thing was like I saw you sell by Southwest, but I didn't remember exactly what you did or anything. No. And then you go, you go, he can vouch for me. He he knows I'm funny. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, 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 he's funny. And yeah. I'm like racking my brain. I'm like, is this kid funny? <laughs> and then you went up and killed it, and everybody was relieved. And then and then he was, I go to we get into the DC Improv. Uh, green room. I, I show up. I show up a little late for the show. I show up with like ten minutes left. Right. You've never beat an MC to the show. Never. <laughs> never. <laughs> never have I gotten there <laughs> and given my intro to the sound guy before the MC. <laughs> and I get in. I don't even know who the MC is at the time. And I'm, I'm assuming I'm the MC after about. You said at one point minutes. we can do a two man show. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Allison's right. like, "Where the fuck is he? Right. Where the fuck is he?" And I'm like, "Who's the MC?" And I'm thinking, we "I thought it was, it was Jason you. Weems yeah. at first. And I was like, "Why would Jason be late?" And then you walked in, and you're like, like uh, literally uh, <laughs> seconds until showtime. Hey, it, uh, was, it was seven. It was no. It was seven. Can I get a it coffee? It was seven fifty-five. So it was like the best time. It was like it was like the worst time of like the best. I think I like made it. Just before, well, I before the played. show started, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. you never did there before. Well, the show couldn't start without you, so you definitely beat that. But it was so and funny. Then you missed it when you were on stage. 
He was trying to go do another show. Yep, they told me. They're uh, like, they're like, yeah, I'll fucking walk back here. Brandon's got his backpack on, and he says, hey, do you mind if I hit an open mic while Bert's on stage? Yeah, yeah, Melvin goes, now, Brandon, this do you really want to yeah. do this? You're already in the fucking shit world with Allison. <laughs> you barely made it, and now you want to leave on top of it? And he was still thinking about but it. But yeah, but it, 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 I heard there was sincerity. I, I, yeah. it, like, it's okay. just around the corner. <laughs> It is. It's in oh. this hotel. Yeah, I know. So really? this, this, yeah, it's yeah. In the, so it's in the basement of this hotel. I was walking out and I saw them. This guy with the the Kurt he, Shackelford. No, I don't know who it was. I don't. You don't know who I saw. <laughs> I'm assuming. No, no, no. I saw a guy yeah. with like this look of of. I'm ready to get into stand-up. I've got oh. my coffee. I'm wearing a ball cap. Right. Like, and I, I got was my like, beard. Did you have oh, a beard? Yeah, yeah, a little bit of a beard going. A beard. And you were like, and I looked at him and I saw that and I went, oh, that guy wants to do open mics. In my head, I right, just thought right. that. And I went over to um, I went over to the front desk. I go, what's going on downstairs? He goes, is it downstairs? I go, what's going on downstairs? And they're like, oh, it's an open mic. And I almost went down. Right. I almost went down. I was like, oh, maybe I'll do a fucking set before I go over. And I was like, wait, i got to do an hour. I don't want to talk yeah. anymore. That would be gonna, funny to take your shirt off at the open mic, though. Yeah. Just, <laughs> That's all. No it's a new bit I'm trying to work on. And so then, uh, and then, and then you were like, "What if Matt?" This is what Melba said. If Matt, if I'm not back in time, Matt can close the show. No, Matt that's said that. I Matt said, no. Matt, Matt I, like, yeah. I honestly, you told me you were going to do it. It wasn't like you were asking me. You're like, "I'm going to go do it." Oh, I, I offered for you to come. I and was like, I, oh, "Yeah, yeah, yeah you want to yeah. do a set right said, now?" And I was like, like yeah. "If you're gone." <laughs> I gotta be here. Right. Yeah. One of us has to be here. Yeah. So that's, I'm like, no, I'm staying. But that's the, 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 if, that's the beautiful. It's never intentional. It's no, the, I it's know. Like, no, yeah. we're really enjoying I, right. this. Oh, you know? it's, it, it I, and I love, because if, if you can, here's the thing. If you can stay in this business yeah. and not really piss someone off, you'll become one of our favorite comics. Sure. Because that's the people that are those people are the ones that consistently fuck up. Right. Because that's who we really are in the heart of this business. Right. But, it, like, you just can't fuck up too much. Like, Ian Bag right. is the perfect example. He fucks up just enough, but he's still in the game. So every Ambag story you hear is fucking hilarious. Right. Of like, of like, uh, he's funny enough to fuck up. He's, yeah, you like, know? he's, I love Ambag stories, like, cause he just is, he is like you. He does what he's going to do, and then he doesn't care. I don't know why you bother. It doesn't affect you. I don't understand. Like, he, like, he's just one of the funniest fucking people. And I was that way, I think, a lot. I just would fuck up, and I didn't know I was fucking up. Uh-huh. And yeah. then and then you're like, oh, didn't anyone tell me I was fucking up? In a weird way, I think the clubs like to see you fuck up, and then call and go, well, the person you sent me, you know, I right, think. Right, I don't right. know. Guess who loves when he fucks up? Who? Melba. Oh, Love yeah. When she's, he fucks yeah. up. Yeah, it's uh, she's like now, Brent. <laughs> let's go over what you just did. What did you say? It, it was you. You were like, uh, I feel like I, I'm in the principal's office. Yeah, right because now. you had your backpack on. You look like you're 17, and she's just like, she's just like telling him how he's fucking up. Oh. And now but he fucks up anymore. But it's endearing to her. It is. So it's it works out. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. does work out. It's, there is a breaking point, though. But there's not. But I don't. That. I never yeah. fuck up too much. I'm never, <laughs> the only way. Always, yeah. Hey, you made it to the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's There's the only the only real f- the only real way you can fuck up in this business, like that that where they don't want you back. I want to say is with drugs and alcohol. Right? Is that right? I I think so. Even but some people can still get by though if they can sell tickets. There's uh there's one guy there's one guy I don't I don't I, I want to have him on my podcast that is like the legendary. The I know le- who you're talking about. Do you? Yes. Yeah, and he's the legendary like 
fucked up. Like really, and, and off you, the wagon every week. Off the wagon, like falls off the wagon, and has the legendary story of seriously, like a, every club you go to, he's got a story, and he's I think he's on the wagon now. But I first worked with him with Louis C.K. Yeah, and Louis C.K. You, you comics see that in other comics, and you love it because you're like, we're all fucked up. <laughs> can right, I guess right. who it is? No, you can't. No, no, uh, no, no. no. I'll tell you later. No, <laughs> can I get? Yeah. You know what? Go. Let's see who you think it is. Listen. Let's see who you can I, alienate I, on this podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure, That's the thing. other thing. Yeah. Podcasts I, are fucking uh, soap operas for comics. No shit. Oh, if Let's I have bring fucking, up some beef from 2004. I have so much fucking beef. <laughs> I have so much. I told Ari, I was like, I'm at a new level for people hating me. Right. Like, brand new level. Yeah. Like, I have people hating me that haven't hated me in 10 years, and they just started back They're up. Back. They're like, you know what? I forgot how much I hated that fucking guy. You should guy. have ate my half a sandwich. Yeah. That was mine. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh... And, and we won't get into all the beefs you've gotten into. Brandon's oh, got right. several beefs. No, that's not... Yeah, yeah, that's not uh, public information. Can we talk about it without the name? The, because oh, it's without the na- Oh, without the name? Yes. Yeah, sure. So yeah. there was a headline. And by the, per- by the way, we... Everyone isn't... Because the person who is this person is going to think... Oh my God! They're talking shit about me. We're not. We're not. We're, we're, we just we, want to leave yeah, you out of it. We want to leave you out of it. We don't want you to. Yeah, and we like you. We all like you, even Brandon. But this is a good story. We're also giving Brandon a pass to tell this story. Brandon's not calling you out. You know who you are. Go ahead, Brandon. Oh, okay. Okay. Wait. So the uh, the chip incident. <laughs> yes, yeah. the chip incident. The body right. situation. I heard this story. I heard this story after I. I guess I got food and I didn't eat it all. And someone goes, "Man, Brandon was pissed about that." And I go, "What?" <laughs> that was. Me. And they were like, "You haven't heard the story of when blank blank came here?" And I right. said, "No." And they're like, "Oh, you got to hear." So, so, so you're ahead. in the green room. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's. He has a uh, is like this a your thing first of, working gig? This is I've worked before. This is my first weekend at this club. Okay, <laughs> this is your first. <laughs> this is your first weekend. day. First, Let's face yeah. it, it's your first right. day. Yeah, this is the <laughs> first day on the job, basically. Uh, and he has like a thing of tortilla chips, uh-huh. which is like that's like a that's like a food you sh- that that's like a <laughs> that's a party food. That's like a yeah, it's a party food. Like a food Unless you, you order it, then like, it's, it's to be yours. Like, it's, you know what? It's like a big ass thing of tortilla chips. <laughs> okay, and that, I, that he has though yeah, on his plate. Chips and salsa. I ask, if, oh, can I have a, can I have a chip? He's like, uh, yeah, okay, sure. And then I like right. have a chip. I dip into the salsa, which I did not think would come up later. Of course you did. And then I ate it. And then he was just like, just so you know, like you shouldn't. You shouldn't eat the headliner's chips. <laughs> wow, but he said you could eat them. Which is, that was like, that was the, those were like the words that he said. Right. And then I thought he was just like, right. joking. I right. thought that was So you like grab another chip. Funny... <laughs> no, 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 I didn't grab another chip. I didn't grab another chip. I didn't, like, but, but Melba, but Melba from the improv comes in, and then she's just like, uh, oh, Brandon, did you, uh, did you, like, want anything? And I'm like, oh, no, I'm, I'm No, good. we got chips. And then he's just like, oh, no, 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 yeah, he wants something. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he wants something. Yeah, How about yeah. we get him some chips and some salsa? This motherfucker wants some chips. Yeah, no, he wants something. I love it. He yeah. And then, then he asks yeah. if you're hungry. You're like, nah, I'm good. He baited you, man. Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, no, get, get him the. He wants some. He wants some chips. And then I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I don't want to. Wanted just wanted a a chip. chip. And then she's just like, oh no, I can get you. And get you chips. I'm like, I don't want. And then he's like, No, he wants. He wants. He 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 had a he had a chip of mine. He he dipped. He right. dipped. Right. 
And this person with Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a dipper. Okay. It was Seinfeld. He double dipped. But you didn't double dip, did you? you just I didn't this? double dip. I would oh, never. Right. Yeah, I would never commit such an atrocity. Oh. Yeah, I. Yeah, I didn't. I feel guilty for nothing. Well. In this story, I feel but, guilty but at for the same other time, things. Don't you think you learned a lesson in a way? <laughs> Even though you didn't feel like you did anything wrong, right? Don't you still know you ain't fucking with that shit no more? Like, yeah, like no. other people's food, right. OPF. Never, never eat the headliner strips. Yeah, yeah, that's so funny. So, what other meals are are community property? Well, so, wait, are uh, we'll you, go through. This, we'll go through. Let's go through foods. Buffalo like, wings. Who do you think buffalo is the? Wings. I, oh no, well, I'll just go through the improv menu. Wings? Twelve. Twelve? Oh, wait. Okay, but chips. Oh, chips. That's community. Okay. Buffalo wings. Twelve buffalo. Not. No. Yes or no? No, no, no. No? No. Okay. Wait, okay. who do you think is the protagonist in this story? I don't know what the protagonist means. <laughs> like, <laughs> who started it? Who are you, like... Who are you rooting for? Rooting for? I'm rooting... Story? Whose I'm team rooting. are you on? Oh, I'm rooting for you only because I want to watch you fuck up. <laughs> like, I'm rooting for you because it makes it funny. Right. Like, without you in this story, there's no there's and, no story. And right. we, are, we are in the age of the anti-hero. Right. So the villain the villain can be the hero in stories yeah. nowadays. Yeah, exactly. Like, like Breaking Bad. You're Don right. Draper. You're Don Draper. Yeah, Draper. exactly. So, uh... You're the anti-hero. So we're rooting for you. Right. But you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love. I love when you, especially when it's like one of our friends. Oh, he didn't finish one of the. He didn't finish the chips, by the way. He, as soon as you had one, he was done. Like he didn't. No, but he ate more. But what's then, so like, interesting too is that you're a little obsessive compulsive. Right. So something like someone eating one of your chips, oh, I'd so imagine. It, it, right. Like I'd imagine that would be something. Not that if would, it was no, not you don't digits. touch doorknobs. No, I don't. Yeah, so I can't imagine someone touching people's food. But no, I'm not. No, but I'm not. I touched. I grabbed the individual chip. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. Like I was like logistically the way I handled it. Handled it was like very on point. Yeah. You know. I, you could. Was, you could. You could have. I would. I. I'm. But I'm the kind of person that like if. You've got fries. I'll grab one of your fries. Right. Oh like, yeah. I'm that kind of person. Yeah, right. I went. I had telling you about the dinner I had with my friends the other night. Yeah. Uh, last yesterday at that the tabard in next door, um, the mom. So it's uh, my buddy Blair, and his wife Shannon, her sister, uh, Wes Wesley, and her boyfriend Shannon's dad, Shannon's mom, Blair's kids. It's okay. a big group of people. Right. And um, Miss Gary is Mrs. Gary is Shannon's mom, and I've, I've known the Garys for you know as long as I've known Shannon. I've, their parents were very active in college; right. they'd come up and see games. And so I, I see them. We go out to lunch yesterday, and Miss um, Gary's just is Mrs. Gary's just like uh, like I have fries, and she's just going to my plate. Something like that doesn't bother me because right. I'm one of those types of people. Right, right. And then at one point, I thought it was funny because Wesley, her sis daughter, was like. Hey, will you pass me some of the kids' fries? And she has, mom's like, just have some of Bert's. <laughs> but that's the kind of person I am. Is right. I, I am that kind of person also. Right, like, if yeah. you have something good, and I think it's from being on a, on a film crew for as long as I have. Yeah, Because yeah, as yeah, soon yeah. as you get, I go, dude, can I have half of your sandwich? And the, and that's the way. No, it really is a team situation on a shoot, on yeah. a production. Because it's like you only have that allotted time for the food. No one has access to outside food. Yeah. So you need to fucking get what you can, and everyone's on the same boat. You're right. Yeah, and I, so like I don't mind that at all. But but if you would have stole his chip, he wouldn't have cared. I wouldn't have said a fucking right. thing. But you this is the most talked been, about moment in your life. 
You'll, you'll, <laughs> this is no your, other moment. This is your so much. This is your Tracy Morgan story. Yeah. One day, <laughs> one day you'll be on no. stage and people are going, he, he did, he did. Tell the Jim story. Tell the Jim story. <laughs> Who was it? Who was it? <laughs> And guys, you're more than welcome to guess on Twitter Yo. and attach Brandon to your guesses. <laughs> yes. Hashtag Please. Chip Story DC. <laughs> the chip incident. <laughs> oh, oh, dude. What's your goal? What's up? What's your goal? My goal yeah. in, in stand-up. In stand-up? I mean, I want to do stand-up like my whole life, definitely. But I also just like want to have like <clears throat> my own like vehicle and shit. Like I want to like you know like have my own show at some point or something it's like so I really want to like I, I don't know like I'm like it's so funny at this point in your career you have no idea what the business has to offer or where it'll end up like when I right. started when I started I thought I was started in New York and I thought I'll just pass at all the clubs and then right. I'll be a comic right I didn't I, I, yeah. I literally did not know there was the road I didn't know that existed right I had no clue that people left and did the road I thought you just did it in New York you got on Letterman you right. did like a hour special, maybe. I thought yeah. that was the extent of it, and I knew you could get a sitcom, but I wasn't into that. But I remember Dimitri Martin was obsessed with getting a development deal. Really, he was. Oh, Dimitri wow. is yeah. Dimitri is a uh, is is probably Dimitri and this guy David J. David J. Nash now is is da- David J. is like a showrunner. He's a big uh, writer in Hollywood. Uh-huh. But the two of them had more insight into the business than I could wrap my head around. And like those were my kind of two friends, and I would. Dimitri went to law school, right? Dropped out of I mean, law school. I love his story, by the way. You just dropped out of college, right? Yeah, I just I dropped out uh, in September. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. You know, if you know what you want to do, just Kanye do it. Wardell. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Kanye Wardell. Yeah, Kanye Wardell. But yeah, yeah. Dimitri was like, if you get, I remember him saying two things. You can. Be, he was like, he was like, you can do two things. You can get like Judah or Jim Gaffigan and do like a Snickers commercial. Like Judah had a big one where he was like on a lawn chair in the middle of a. <laughs> Of a stadium for the Super Bowl, uh, I want to say. I'm but guessing that was like a rare moment where he didn't have a hat on, right? That was, was back like, in the. That was before <laughs> that pre hat, right, right. pre pre hat Judah. Yeah, well, pre famous Judah. Yeah, yeah, also, yeah. he was just a, char- a character actor, right. comic. Oh, American Splendor. It was before that. that. It was before. Yeah, of course. Oh, but it was yeah. before that, and Judah um, would make like two hundred fifty thousand dollars for one commercial, right? And and Jim Jim Gaffigan would make. $150,000 for a commercial. And I remember Dimitri was like, you got to get a commercial or a development deal. And the stories of development deals were Greg Giraldo and Bill Burr. Every, there was a, that's all anyone concentrated on in the late 90s was development deal. And yeah. they really did used to give them out. Oh, they did. I got two in a row. I got back to back. And it was like, and I just stepped into them. And I was like, shut up. Right. But I didn't know that you could do that. I just, I was, right. did stand up and then Will Smith's people saw me and then I was like, oh. I got a development deal, right? Yeah, and then uh, and then Fresh. I moved out to L.A. and I was like, I was like, I'll just be an actor. We were talking about this yesterday when we were yeah, talking yeah, about skateboarding. Yeah, please tell me because uh, I mean, you only barely told me, but you were done with stand up when you first moved to Hollywood. I moved out to Hollywood and I was like, I was like, what am I doing sets for? I have fucking a dickload of money. Yeah, I have a famous a boss who wants me to be a star. Yeah, and I was like, and I didn't do stand up. I, I did stand up for like six months and then moved and then moved out to L.A. for seven months and then came back. And started doing stand-up again for, like, a little bit. And I did it. I did it for, like, I want to say, like, two months. Uh-huh. And I got offered to go to Scotland with Patrice and Voss and okay. ben, ben, ben Bailey and Louis Schaefer. 
and I flew out to LA for one showcase for ICM, and I got an, I did stand up again for seven minutes, and I got another development deal at CBS. Wow. And I was like, I was like, wait. So I went out, I did stand up with Teresa and them, and then flew back halfway through, and was like, I'm done. And I got a TV show, <laughs> and I got, I was making, I was making more money than my dad. I remember right. my dad going, buddy, I don't know what to tell you what to do with your money. Yeah. So I was like, what do I need to do stand up for? I'm on TV. I got fucking. I'm, I'm fucking, I, I have development deals, I got sitcom deals, I, everyone wants to work with me, I got an offer to be in Black Hawk Down, they're like, we want you to come and read, and I, I passed, I was like, <laughs> I'm good, I was like, I got too much shit going on already, I wish I had been in that fucking movie, but, uh, and the kid, kid Chicken got, I think, got the part. Did he, really? Yeah, Chicken. He had another development deal, guy. Who's, yeah. Who's the chicken, chicken is, is a is. famous development deal story, and it's pretty heavy, Yeah, but he is from Virginia, I think. Oh, word. Yeah, he, maybe. Yeah, I think he is. He um, he got a development deal. This is like folklore. Yeah, he got a yeah. development deal. I forget what the real folklore part is. He, he hasn't been doing it that long? I, you it was, tell. You know the story I know it because it. me, Frank Caliendo, and Chicken <clears throat> all got development deals at the exact same time. Okay. So, Frank Caliendo goes to... Frank Caliendo has a fucking... Five, four minute tape, five minute tape. That was the best five minute tape I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm telling you, when you saw this, this was a holy shit. Get this guy off the fucking road and into a fucking development right, office. Yeah. This guy is the most amazing impression you've ever seen in your fucking life. Right. I saw it and I went, I have so much fucking work to do. Right. He gets a development deal with the WB. Um, they go to Montreal. Before Montreal, I get my development deal. And in Montreal, chicken. Is this guy? His name's Michael Roof, and uh, from what I understood, and and I'm 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 not trying to slander the guy's name, but from what I understood, he didn't have a ton of material, but he was very high energy, right? And and he had a lot of personality. He yeah. told me one time, I talked to him only one time, and he's like, he goes, "Yeah, it's just the improv. I didn't do any material. I just got them to play Limp Biscuits, did it all from the middle, <laughs> and I rapped along with it. That yeah. was my set. Yeah, and he was psyched, like like." This is awesome. I could just do this. And yeah. I was like, that's crazy. I had just been started. I was like, that's nuts. Yeah. He, and like, I, I people saw him, like that? I saw him one time and all he did was play the music for, from Titanic and act it out. Yeah, 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 just, yeah. Just he'd get up on the stool Jesus. and do this. And it was like, and it was... And people killing. liked it. Oh, Anthony yeah. Clark was doubled fucking over. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, this is the next fucking great thing. Right. And it was a lot of high energy and a lot of all over the place. So imagine that kind of frenetic, like... Like, oh my god, what if you just fuck her on the butt and just, yeah, yeah, and yeah, you're yeah. like, whoa, a lot of stool fucking, yeah, a lot of yeah. stool fucking, and like, <laughs> and like, but a lot of really character acting it out. And so he goes to Montreal and he gets, I think, a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar development deal, the largest ever, and uh, and he, it is rumored, is the reason development deals stopped happening because oh, wow. he then goes out to L.A. and. Uh, and they create the show hype about for him and Frank Caliendo. It's right. a late night sketch show that's going to yeah. compete with Saturday Night Live on the WB, and it does like seven episodes, and it just gets canceled. And a lot of those guys get pulled and put on Mad TV, but he kind of flounders and he does doesn't do the road. He kind of gets into some movies. It was Black Hawk Down. He had a reality show on uh, Spike about him and his family called Raising the Roofs because they were from Dunellen, Florida. They were from oh, okay. a really My small bad. town in, Tam- in Florida, which we used to play in football, which was really poor. Right. But this kid had all this money, and 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 he was still get deals, and he was in uh, he was he was a good actor. He was he was in the fucking the movie with Tosh, um, Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard. He was in. Um, he I don't was think Tosh in, was in that, but yeah, he was. Oh, was he? Yeah, Tosh was in Dukes of Hazard. I didn't know. That. I'm almost positive. <laughs> yeah, Tosh was in. I don't. Yeah. And Michael Roof was in that. He was in um, the Triple X. 
Okay, right. He was in Triple right, X. Right. He was a good actor, and but the problem was is that he just it when you're young and you get offered and you get told. I mean, I went into meetings. And I remember uh, he said to me when I was young too. It was just like you're going to be huge. You're going to be a star starting tomorrow. I remember. I remember my set at ICM. I got <clears> off stage <throat> and. I, the, it was a, for ICM and it was at the Laugh Factory and I, I murdered. I'm telling you what I say. There's a few times in my life I'm going to tell you it was the best set of my life. This set was the best set of my life. I walked off stage and Barry, Kraft, Barry Katz grabbed me and moved me <laughs> through the passage and into the hallway. Right. And he said, I'm putting you in a car and I'm getting you out of here. And I went, why? And he goes, because everyone was going to want to work with you and they're all going to try to talk to you and I don't want you to talk to anyone until meetings. And I remember writers coming down that hallway in the back, yeah. and, like, and they were coming back like, Bert, Bert! And I was like, and Barry goes, get the fuck out. And I, right. and I got out, I got in my car, I drove away, and he called me, he's like, your life's about to change forever. <laughs> First meeting I had, the, I, I forget the lady's name, uh, Lisa Berger. Yeah. I sat down, she was sat, I mean, it was like the best, it's the, it, there is a type of woman in Hollywood, and Lisa Berger, and, and like all the, all the women that are just, you go into the room, you feel like you're in their fucking actual room, right. and you feel so comfortable, and right. they like make you ingratiated in a matter of seconds, and she sits up, crosses her legs in her chair, and she goes, you're about to get offered more money than you can ever imagine, mm-hmm. and I would like to give you one of those opportunities, and I was like, holy shit, but what happens is you buy the dream, and you really think... Oh my God! I'm going to be fucking famous. Right. This happened for me. The action culture. You can see it with your own eyes. Yeah. Kind of happening. Everyone wants to work with you. Everyone's taking you out to drinks. Names you couldn't imagine are calling you up. Like, hey man, I really. And you're like, what the fuck? And then when it doesn't happen, it is a heart wrenching. It's disappointing. It's and, and then for me, when it didn't happen was, so the X show gets canceled. And my CBS pilot does not get picked up in the same week. Right. And I, I have a ton of money, but now right. I'm in this house going, I don't have any work. What do I do? Right. And I just was like, fuck. And then you you come back down to earth and you're like, oh man, I guess I'm not going to be famous. Right. I'm, I'm, none of this is... And you had attached all these fucking hopes to fame, which is so fucked up. Right, when, right. when I remember Patrice O'Neill told me, he goes, when it all goes away, you'll have no foundation. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'll have money. And he was like, nope, you won't have anything to fall back on. He goes, when I fall, at least I have stand-up. And I remember thinking, i got to get back into stand-up. Oh I hadn't done stand-up in like two years. That's one of the things uh, you've told me over the years is like stand-up is always your job. Mm-hmm. You know, and then everything else yeah. is just to support or to hype up that job. Or, yeah. Or, or to stand up is Stand-up job. is the real thing. Yeah, like out right. of all of it. But the thing is, is when you get into the business, you don't have any idea what is going to be around. Like, there was no such thing as reality television when I started. The, right. That just didn't exist. Right. And then, cut to, you know, I'm in pitch meetings where all of a sudden comics could sell shows. And then you can sell your own reality show. And, like, that just didn't exist. Right. So, like, where, oh, my point of all this fucking long-winded talk was that where you think you'll end up you'll just it, it'll just won't be it, it that right. won't even be around anymore yeah like you'll like technology is changing so much yeah there is no blueprint yeah it's gonna be exciting yeah. it's gonna be exciting yeah. for you and if you stay in it and i always believe you stay in it and just stay friends with people that those friends succeed and they hook you up that's so right. important man dude it's to always be yeah. cool yeah and like always be friendly right i'm waiting for tom segura to get some fucking big thing because i know happen. he's gonna hook me the fuck yeah. up i've hooked up tom as as much as anyone, right? And I'm only reason because I think he's gonna make it for me. Right. <laughs> and I just want it to pay off. Right. <laughs> Him push you right. somebody right. fucking right. make it and then yeah. go. I'm a movie star now. I mean, look at all the people. Look at like Tosh. 
Sure. Like, look at all the people he kind of, like, all his friends work for his show. They have great jobs. Right, right, They have right. great job security. They get to hang out with their friend, and they create one of the greatest shows on television. Right. You know, look at Hardwick and all the people he's brought along with Absolutely. him. Absolutely. It's kind of an interesting, yeah. you know, it's kind of an interesting, anyway. Do you skateboard? No. I was, we were talking about, no, no, Matt. Did you? Matt did. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hardcore. All the time. From, oh, like, yeah. 1985 to, like, 2000. I couldn't stay off the fucking thing. We were talking about it last ended night. up like affecting a lot of decisions. For, yeah, it ended up like, like because first of all, like where I grew up in Southern Maryland, there right. in 1985. Yeah, this is gonna be very hard for you to imagine. What year were you born? Uh, Ninety two. But all there is, yeah, right. That's when I graduated. Are you from fucking high serious? I graduated. I graduated. I was in college in ninety two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Holy shit! So yeah. the, all there is is three, like three channels on TV. I didn't have cable. Cable wasn't that big any, at that time anyways. Right. Oh, yeah, it was like the radio to hear fucking music and shit. Yeah. But with skateboarding, they had these magazines, like Thrasher Magazine, and you could open it up and just see, like, there's tons more shit out there. Yeah. yeah. There was, like, all this underground music, especially. Yeah. And so, I don't know, that just opened my eyes to all kinds of, the, you can just, the punk rock mentality, you can just go do it yourself or whatever. Yeah. Anyways, I went to college in Baltimore just because Lansdowne was there. And that's when I ended up, like, majoring in, in uh, what do you call it, like, film production. Did you do stand-up in that's how I ended up in L.A., no. Oh, you started in L.A.? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Oh, wow. Which isn't the move. Right. But fuck it. It's a there's, move. There's, it's plus, the move. there's pluses to it. There's a lot like, of Like, you know pluses. you have to be original. Right. Yep. And you don't, you don't start off with a lot of bullshit. Yeah. Like, you look at a lot of the comics that are, you know, in the, in, say, like, the scenes... Around the cities, and they have a lot of local references, and they have a lot of like, right. And then they get caught up in a lot of the cattiness that is the local scene, yeah. and they get lost in like what they got into it in the first place, and they start producing shows, and they're like, oh my god, right, like, you know, and then they care about their scene. That none of that matters, right? You gotta just go to New York, like or yeah, LA, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then once you get there, that's when that really matters. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? But I started in New York. You started in LA. Yeah, I did. And, Who's in uh, your class? Like, who are the people? Um, I'm trying to think of who's still doing it. Because I started, like, even before Segura. Like, Hardwick was actually just starting what to do year it did when you I say? did it. Galifianakis was there. Really? Yeah. What's up? What year did you start? I started in 98. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, started yeah. in 90... I think I started in 98, too. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm trying to think who was, like, just starting then. You got, like, Sam Tripoli. Oh, yeah. He was definitely part of my class. He moved to L.A. right when I started. Um, Where was Tripoli from? Tripoli... It's from Pennsylvania, I think, but really? or upstate New York, but he started doing comedy in Las Vegas. He went to college out there and started doing comedy out did. there, of course and then did. just ditched college. He's, Him and this guy, Scott Ross, moved to L.A., and Scott Ross was his roommate, and he just became like a porn reviewer. <laughs> really? He was a comic, too, but he just became a guy that reviewed porn. And became like one of the bigger guys that reviewed porn. I don't know if they really have that anymore as a job because everyone skips the fucking regular outlet. What's um, so to speak? I'm trying to fucking ice this foot. You gotta ice the foot. Um, so wait, Tripoli was the one of the first people, by the way. Trip, yeah. This can I tell you one of the most valuable lessons in this business? Tripoli was the first person that at a showcase ever showed me love. Like oh, yeah? normally, you go to a showcase, and it would be yeah. a lot of people nervous that they're not going to do yeah, well. Yeah. So they're so in their head, no one talks to each other. We did a thing called National Lampoon's Funny Guys or right. Funny Things, and I was there, and I did not know anyone. I didn't know anyone, and uh, 
Frank Caliendo was hosting it, uh-huh. and uh, and Tripoli came up and he goes, "Hey man, I just want to introduce your, myself to you. Um, me and my buddy think you have the funniest joke ever." And Whoa. I was like, "What?" And he was like, "Yeah, you have that. I forget what joke it was." Right. But he was like, "It's one of our f- oh, touching the cops' faces." Yeah, I was gonna. And say he was that. like, "He was like, it's one. It's like our favorite joke. We fucking love it." Yeah. And are you gonna tell it tonight? And I was like, "Danny goes good, good." And I was awesome. like, "Then I was like, oh, nice." And then I was like, I felt positive. Right. Yeah. And then I was like, I just made a friend. I yeah, made a friend. Yeah, yeah, How yeah. great is that? Yeah. And then he went up and destroyed with still to this day one of my favorite jokes. And I hear the wording when I'm on stage. Sometimes I'll hear him wording it. Yeah. When he does. Um, he talks about playing basketball with girls at the YMCA. Yeah. So now I know what the brothers feel like. <laughs> she goes up for a layup and I ring her bell. Girl, stay down, bitch. <laughs> it's the fucking best. And I had to follow him and he murdered. And I was right, like, oh, right, I'm fucked. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Tripoli was, I love Tripoli. He was one of the first guys that was like, went out of his way to talk to me too. And uh, and he was always like funny as, as yeah, soon that, as he got That uh, Montreal story you told me about him. Did I tell like, you about that? Yeah. What? What was it? Well, Tripoli went to Montreal like really early in his career for new faces, and he was really unhappy with how well he did. I mean, these are his words, you know, he was really unhappy, and it kind of bummed him out for a long time. And he, he thought it was like this big, dark cloud on his career. And then, and then somewhere around the last 10 years, someone said to him from Montreal, hey, why don't you showcase for new faces? <laughs> and that's when he realized, oh, it didn't fucking matter. Yeah. Not even the festival yeah. knows. Oh, do you know what I mean? I have. It's like credit. Like every four years or so, the fucking bad shit just kind of goes away. Yeah. I had, I had, so I did the one showcase that for, for Will Smith that went well, and then I did the second showcase for CBS, or for ICM that went well. Yeah. And then all that shit went away, and I lost the show, I lost the de- the deal, and I had nothing, and I did a showcase, and I was like, here we go, I know how this works. Right. Showcase, I get it all back. Right. I go and do a showcase, and I bombed. Right. Uh, I yeah. bombed so bad, and I was depressed for like yeah. two days, I was like, I couldn't. Right the boat. And I remember calling Barry Katz, and I was like, I still have, I'm, st- I'm really worked up. We need to do another showcase so those people can see me kill. And he yeah. was like, Bonnie, you're highly overestimating how much people think about you. <laughs> yeah, I go, yeah, what? yeah. He goes, do you think any of those people are sitting in an office going, we'll never work with Bert Kreider? <laughs> right. I go, I don't know, are they? And he goes, what have you been thinking about for the last two days? I go, me and this bombing. And he goes... Well, they've been thinking about themselves too, and you're not on their radar. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, "Oh, you're fucking yeah. right." Yeah, because he he had told me that Sam Tripoli thing because I was like talking about like bombing at like a Montreal callback in 2012. Oh, fuck that! I was like really like <laughs> I was like it like <laughs> destroyed me. <laughs> so much bigger shit. Right? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, because yeah, because what was amazing is like you don't worry about. I, I mean, Montreal like, is not what it used to be. Right? No, I know. It's not, not, Montreal is not right. You don't what go there. The, the president. It's actually a lot more fun than I think it money. used to but, be. But okay, I do. I mean, I still want to uh, like do new faces. In yeah, twenty four. Of course you but, do. Yeah, of course. but I uh, like I had auditioned in DC, like killed it. And then, like, went to the creek in the cave in New York for, like, a callback. You don't know what that Had is. An awful it's like an alternative room just, where there's only ever comics in the room. Yeah. And they're New York comics. <laughs> and they're kind of like, they know who their friends are. Right. And if you're not one of their friends. Dude, I've been there. I did, uh, yeah, I've been, I I've been, I've been there, there, but there was a club called, uh, called um, 
collective unconscious mm-hmm. that I used to do sets at, and you were either friends with them yeah. or you were not. <laughs> right. And if you were not, you did not do well. Right. And the only person that was nice to me was Brody Stevens. Uh-huh. Uh, Brody Stevens was nice <laughs> as fuck, and he was always yeah. nice, and it's just because that's who he is. Yeah. But, like, uh, I remember seeing Brody was the only one I remember that's still in comedy that was there. Right. There are a lot of people that did that room, but... I just did a Jimmy Fallon uh, showcase there in, like, 2012. At the Creek? At the Creek in the Cave. And they were like... And so, you know, the Creek in the Cave made the list. Yeah. So I went on, like, fucking last. Yeah. <laughs> so much so that Sean Patton was hosting, and he went up and yelled at the audience. <laughs> he was really? like, you fucking... You should be laughing at that shit! Really? Like, he totally, like, yelled at him and uh, stuff. It was so funny. The, yeah. Uh, yeah, those... I mean, you know, rooms like that are set up so that the people that are having a hard time in the regular rooms can have... I, I think. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. always been my theory about, like, some of the rooms that you go to, and I'm not saying that Craig in the Creve... Creek in the cave. Creek in the cave. It's a cool place. It's, I'm sure it is. Yeah. And I'm it's sure just, I'd love doing it. And, just, I, and if I was accepted there, I'd love it. I'd be like, this club's the best club ever. It's like it's like I never wanted to do Nerdist Meltdown. Right. Is that it? Is that the room? Oh, yeah. The, fucking greatest room I've ever oh, been in. Oh, it's the best. It is the best room yeah. I've ever been in. I will fucking always do that room because... They're fucking there to see comedy. Yeah. I, they, it's not like a regular comedy it's club. The, no, it's, it's the so best great. show I've ever been on like, yeah. in my life. I was uh, I just, I was literally riding home from in a cab with Tasha's manager back into Hollywood after a two-month tour. And I had all this money in the bank. And I was just playing all these theaters. And uh, and his, his manager's like, yeah, Matt, you got to play this Meltdown Comics, this comic book shop on Sunset Boulevard. And I was like... No thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking... But I love it, man. I it's did. so great. I went, I, I went there to do, like, podcasts for a few times. Yeah. And I didn't know there was a club there. I didn't know that's what that was. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I look like someone that would not be in the alternative comedy scene. Like, I look like a meathead. I might... Put some glasses on. Yeah. You're there. And so... <laughs> so Benson's, like, I'm doing the Benson interruption there. Um, do you want to do it? And I was like, yeah. And I go there, and it's all the people I like and know. Yeah. Like, I like everyone. I know everyone. I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. Go up on stage. And I, I wanted to do the Benson interruption and tell the machine story because I, I've been telling it and wrote so much right. that I wanted Doug to break it up and stop me and yeah, ask yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah. But it was killing so hard, he didn't even really stop me. Wow. And it was like the greatest fucking You moment. overrided the interruption? And Yeah, Doug was just <laughs> listening. And, and it was Kamel and Doug, and they both were just like, they just were listening. And, and, and it was the greatest set. And I was like... Oh my god, I want to fucking work out here all the time because they're th- and I don't even think people were drinking, but like people are there to see comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you it's know, really awesome. And it's, it's all just sober comedy nerds, and they yeah. know they yeah. have a reputation for being good. So every week they show up and they are fucking yeah, they're good. And it's like everyone's smoking. It was the best. It was a great. It was one of the greatest experiences. And I was like, wow, I've misjudged a lot of rooms, but there are rooms where it is run by comics, and there is like there are rooms that are comedy clubs yeah. that are like that that are run by comics. And and that have a douchey vibe, and you're just like, oh, so let me get this straight. You're comfortable on this stage, and you want to make sure that you remain the only person comfortable on this stage. <laughs> yeah. So everyone else is going to feel awkward while they're here. I'm not saying that Craig and the Creve. No, no, whatever. no. It's a cool place, but there's definitely that aspect to it. Yeah. You know, that's it's definitely what, a, a group, a, a, a clique. In yeah. A way. What was dope though is like the guy that like gave me the callback. Yeah. Like works at Comedy Central now. Uh huh. Like I had just had like a general meeting there in LA. Right. He was like the first guy I saw there. So like that was like. Never, this, this never like, underestimate like, the people you meet on your way up. Are the all the people like all the people that are like like you're gonna get a meeting with say like um, 
fucking in the head of Les Moonves. That's a bad example. That's a bad example because his assistant's probably been with him for 20 years. Captain Showbiz. <laughs> Captain Showbiz. Call you up. And his assistant will be Captain Showbiz when you're 40 years old. So always be like, yeah. I mean, just be who you are. I don't want to say like, be nice, then you're a fake person. Be who you are. Right, right. But like, all those people that you run into are all the fucking people that run the business when you're an adult. And you can yeah. figure out how to keep it real and be cool to other people yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Step out of the room if you have to. Yeah. That type of thing. Yeah. You know? Fucking think of all the people that like, all the people that ran Comedy Central when I was like young and I was like, why won't they give me a shot? They're all gone. Right, right, all right, gone. Right, right. I mean, it's yeah, a brand, it's, not, it's now it's a group of people that are all younger than me. Yeah, that were all assistants to people yeah. when I was coming up. Right, those jobs are weird because people don't want to keep them, or they get fired right. whenever the ratings are bad. Yeah, or whatever. No one keeps these jobs for that long. Right. No one books the improv for longer than two years. Oh, none dude. of this stuff. I remember yeah. paying my dues. Yeah. at the improv and being like, I'm there, I'm there. Bam, brand new booker. It's done. Matt Komen. Yeah, and I, I was like, what? Who's this Matt Coleman guy? What the fuck do I got to do to get this guy? Oh, shit, I hope he likes me. And then, bam, Jesse. I'm like, what the fuck? I was just friends with Matt. Who's Jesse? Yeah. It's so, there's so many times where you're just like, you feel like you're starting over. And you've already told a couple stories. Oh, God. About that today, where it's just like, okay, I'm starting What happened with the, uh. Am I even in this business? The Will Smith. Just fell apart. It just fell apart. Uh, Doug Herzog was president of Fox when we sold it. And halfway through the deal, Doug Herzog left to run USA Network, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And a guy named Sandy Shuren took over Fox and oh, wow. just was like, this isn't the direction we're going in. And it just kind of, they were like, just never heard from anyone again. It happens all the time. Didn't, right. you, didn't you guys write a Carlton spinoff? Yeah. When you were the wacky <laughs> No, but, no but we, when we were at Fox, when we were at Fox, when we were at Fox, we saw the dad. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We saw the dad, and he was there, and he was in like a car in front of us. And we was like, "Hold on!" And he got out, yeah. and then the dad and him hung out. And I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, like, was, "Which beef is gonna show up? Yeah. <laughs> <Or> which mom?" <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, but that just fell apart. And then the CBS one, David J was smart as fuck. That's the other thing. He incorporated. He wrote his pilot. I wrote a pilot for CBS. He wrote a pilot. And we both had deals there at the time. David J wrote a pilot, and his best friend of the pilot was based on me. So they're like, well, which one are we going to make? The one where we can use both of them or the one where we just use Bert? Right. And so they made his, and I got cast in his. Cool. It was really smart. Yeah. There's a way to get to navigate this business where you can where you can hedge your bets. Right. David J is a smart fucking dude, too. He's now, I think he's... Like What's he, he, what, is, what is he... He was a comic. He ran yeah. an open mic at the Boston Comedy Club on Monday nights. That I mean, it was, it was a fucking great room because yeah. it was packed, and it was packed with college kids. Yeah. So, like... Everyone would come down to do sets on that open oh, mic. Well, I mean, it was wait, it was an open mic in New York that New had York. like audience members. All at the Boston Comedy Club, Jesus. it was packed. It was a bringer show, so everyone and he had ten people on the show. Everyone had to bring five people, but everyone brought ten, so yeah. it was like 150 people. It was packed out every single fucking Monday, and uh, and you and all the great comics lived in that area. Like yeah. would go down and work there, and they'd work that club. And on, and there was a show. I want to say there was a show after it on Monday night. So they'd come down and they'd be like, it's a packed fucking room, let's just kill this crowd. And it was like, they had been fake laughing, so you go up and you get real <laughs> yeah. fucking laughs. And, I mean, I'll never forget the guy, I'm going to let you guess. Go the ahead. guy who helped David J. run that room uh, was like, at one point David J. was like, I'm back and forth from L.A. And he was like, and he was gave it to his this guy and he was like, I, um, and the guy was pretty funny. Was really I know funny. who it is. Who? 
Neil Brennan. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Ed Helms. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, how you're, fucking yeah. crazy. And I ran into uh, Ed one time yeah. I was in, and I hung out with him, and I'd see him every Monday, and, you know, he was a very, very funny comic. Yeah. And then I, he got on The Daily Show, and I remember running into him one time I was in Boston, and he was in Boston, and we saw each other. He's like, Bert. I was like, Ed, how you doing? Right. He's like, good. And I was like, and I... If I had a nickel for every bit of douchey advice I gave to guys that were so much more famous than me, <laughs> or going to be, I would be. I remember t- telling Dave Chappelle, "Stick with it." Right. First time I ever saw him. It was like my right. first night in New York, and I saw him, and I was like, "Dude, you are good, and I think you got a shot." Right. And he was like, "Thanks." Yeah. And I was like, "Stick with it." And he walked away. I was like, hmm, "I think I just put that kid on the right path." He had like a decade under his belt. Oh, decade. He's movies, Men in Tights. He has deal after deal after deal. He had ten deals in a row. Uh, I said to Ed Helms, "Can I give you some advice?" Right. He said, "What?" Because now, mind you, I had gone through all my money, and I was like, and I had all, I had failed, and I had left stand up, and then I had to start from scratch. Right, right. I right. go, Ed, it's all gonna go away. <laughs> <laughs> One day, man. I mean, this is all going good, but it's destined right, to f- right, fall right, out, and right. you better keep up with stand-up, because that's all you have. Yeah. He's the biggest movie star in the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have given him that advice. Maybe I just should have said hi. Highest grossing comedy of all time. I was like, I was like, it's the one thing I regret. I, but I've told that to other people. I told it to another guy who's a big sitcom star for a second, and then it just went away. And I was like, dude, when it was happening, I was like, the mistake I made when I was on TV is I didn't keep doing stand-up. I was right. like, fuck it. I got TV. It's good money. It's never going to go away. And I, and I just stopped doing stand-up. And then when I, it all went away, I had to get back into stand-up. And I had to start at ground zero. I had to start yeah. at fucking ground zero. What year, what year is this? I was probably 29 or 30. 29. And I had to start, um, I had to start hosting at the Improv. I had to host. Sure. And that and hosting's like in New York hosting's an honor somewhat right. cuz you're the guy and you're on all night long and you get to fucking work a ton of new material. Right. But like in LA hosting is like you shit on them. They're like, "Ugh, you're hosting." I remember people saying like I invited people to come see my show, but I was hosting. Yeah. And I remember someone going, "You know, tell us to, when you're doing like a real show." Right. I was like, "Oh god." I remember Leanne was right there was and I was like, yeah. I was so embarrassed. Yeah. But uh but yeah, and then I hosted for Drew Carey, saw me and liked me. It was like, yeah, have him host every Wednesday Wednesday right. night. So I would do 15, and then Drew Carey would go up and do stand-up, and then they do improv. Right. So I did that, and then, uh, yeah. I did that just recently. When I got back to L.A., I was like, eh. I just called it the improv. I'm like, look, you got me as a host if you want it. Yeah. As far as like... All oh, they'll take stuff. it in a heartbeat, yeah. Of course, because I'd, I'm overqualified at yeah. this point. And then the features would show up, and they'd be like, why are you hosting? And my little joke was, why are you featuring? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I said? You know what I said? I said to the, this is around that same time, I started getting back into it real aggressively. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I'll, you can have me host out at any of the clubs. My thought was, I'm going to be working for free anyways. Yeah. Might as well make a little bit of money and fucking, and get into the mix. And they took, they, you know what they did? They took me and Ian Bag, and they're like, why don't we just pay you guys the same? Yeah. And you can switch up hosting a feature. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was the greatest. I mean, there were shows that... And then and, and they, and they would just go, why don't we just have you and Ian Bag? We'll have Tom Segura host and you guys co-headline. Right. And those shows were monsters. Yeah, I had man. a hard time following him. I've always had a hard he's time following him. He's tough to follow. Because he's real in the moment. And, and the audience, like, it's a different type of show. The audience is now, oh, we're part of the show. Yeah, and then so I... So now come, you got to yeah. go up there and be like, you're not part of the show anymore. Yeah. <laughs> guys, you remember know? that last guy you loved? He's not up here anymore. He's gone. He went back to Canada. Who's your favorite stand-ups? My favorite stand-ups, like, of all time, are, like... 
that you'd be excited to work with right now? Oh, uh, I like. Well, I got to work with Brody Stevens a couple weeks ago. There you go. Brody Stevens a lot. Yeah, he did like I had like a birthday, like a birthday show at this like comedy festival. It was your birthday. It was like my yeah, it was like my birthday. Twenty first birthday. My twenty first birthday show, and then he like closed it out. Nice. So that was like awesome. Like he's he's like one of my favorites. Uh, that's good to yeah know. like Brody Stevens Andy Andy Kindler like was like the first guy to like give me like a guest spot Andy Kindler's a really nice guy he's this amazing guy. he oh amazing yeah tell, amazing tell Kindler story, story actually you never you never yeah. heard it I like this is yeah in, in uh, uh yeah a couple months ago like I was just like doing a guest spot when he was like at the Arlington Draft House what's that and called I was, like? like it's good it's yeah. good it's like sort of it's, it's like theater, right? yeah it's like big Ceilings like high ceilings, so, so like, it sucks. It's that that aspect is that's great, what I love like, about the DC improv is the yeah, low ceilings, it's, it's right? The yeah, exactly. I can't even take yeah. my shirt off on stage sometimes. I hit the fucking ceiling, panels. yeah. You hit the ceiling <laughs> last night. You know, that's weird that like most of the funny bones and most of the improvs have these really big ceilings. Yeah, like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah, why are yeah. Well, yeah, just cavernous? They don't know just, about yeah. comedy clubs, they yeah. are the comedy right. clubs. So but we, oh, yeah, I just like I, I smoked him out after the show. <laughs> Uh, Great story. We gotta go to a commercial. And then, Andy Kindler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> That's only the beginning of the story. That's okay, only the beginning of the story. Oh, and then my car was like like this thing was like blinking in my car and I, he was just like, Oh, like Brandon, like what is that? And I was just like, Oh, I'm I'll just turn off the car and turn it back on and hope that it doesn't show up. Sure. Which is not the It's never worked before, right. but let's try it's it. Not, yeah. <laughs> And then he was like, "No, no, no! Like, well, yeah, this just pull computer. over, just yeah, pull over this gas station." I like he's like looking through my car manual, like high in my car, <laughs> looking through my car manual, and then he like figures out that like I need coolant, so he like buys me a thing of coolant. He pops my like he pops Andy, my Andy, 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 and he like. I know that's why it's a yeah. story. And then he like pops my, my car, smacks on it. <laughs> Open up the back. <laughs> hey. Right. Yeah, and then he, he, he like, fixes, he, like, he paid for my, uh, yeah, paid for the coolant, <laughs> then fixed my car. Oh, you Dude, that's, and, like, your new, bought, that's your new yeah, bio. My, yeah. Andy yeah. Kindler fixed my car. <laughs> oh, that's, that's your so stand-up funny. I love that it starts out with, I smoked him out. That's hilarious. <laughs> the best part is it doesn't need to be told. Oh, but yeah. But it's a yeah, great detail. It's, it's a yeah. funny detail. It's a, yeah, it does not need to be told. I'm sure no. he's like, why are you telling everybody it's I smoked him out? <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, he's one of yeah, he's one of my favorites. I love he's a yeah. Really like, nice he's guy. also just like that's why he thinks he can take chips from people. Yeah, it's like these motherfuckers want to fix my <laughs> car. They want to smoke me out. What the fuck, man? Oh, I, I smoked him. I smoked him. Okay, out. I smoked. Yeah, but he. Who else have you smoked out? Who have I smoked Name out in comedy? Yeah, not no. I mean, uh, just like Brian Regan, <laughs> right? Tell <laughs> uh, me about that. <laughs> Uh, Earthquake. Bill, Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks. Uh, Gallagher too. <laughs> uh, no, I've just like I don't know, like Kindler and Domian. Like I don't know who who else. All right. Probably not not many else. No wait. Um. So so your favorites, uh, Brody Stevens, Andy Kindler. Oh yeah. Um, Galifianakis. Although he doesn't do much stand up anymore, but I, I did. I saw him. No, he I so. he was on. No, he he uh, when I did meltdown. Uh, like the Wednesday one, he was like he. There was a nice era in LA yeah. where he was at the Improv every Saturday night. Do you remember Dude, that? Uh, yes, I do. I remember seeing him. I remember seeing him 
at like what I would say was the height of his. I was hosting a lot back then too, and I got to bring him up and watch him all the time. Was Dude, he awesome. was so good. It just and it was be- what was great. I remember I brought Leanne Landon like it. It was the show was me, uh, Zach Alfanakis, Tosh, and oh. uh, and um, and uh, oh fuck, what's the Sean Rouse? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And Leanne didn't like any of them. <laughs> right. She didn't like t- Tosh. Went Wait, up. Who's, who's Leanne? My wife. Okay. Um, she, uh, she, she, uh, I went, I, Tosh went before me. Yeah. And went, and I think he did, he did like an impression of my act just to open up. He's like, oh, my name is Bert. Oh, oh, oh. Sounds stupid. Oh, oh, Bert, Bert. Bert. He's like, you guys like that? And like, just berated the audience. And then, and Leanne's like, he's doing your bits. And I go, but now he's not stealing the land. He's making fun of me. Right. She goes, why would he do that? And I go, because, that's what, That's what we do. That's what we do. And he, she was like, oh, it's going to make it very hard for you. And I was like, it's going to be fine, Leanne. And then the only joke she laughed at of, um, uh, she, I remember that Tasha's next joke was, uh, no means no, not in my house. No means work on the titties. Work, come yeah. back, work on the titties. Come back in two minutes, whatever it was. Yeah. She's like, oh. It's very misogynistic. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God. Right. Zach Alphan actually didn't laugh at one of his jokes, except for his last joke he told was, um, was well, you know, it's time to do laundry when you get out of the shower and dry off with a shoe. And she, <laughs> she fucking fell apart. She, she saved it like, all for that she one She goes, moment. I like that one. Sean Rouse was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, and yeah, she yeah. didn't like one bit of right, it. Right. And then I went up and she's like, you're better than all these people. Yeah. Everyone is, is bigger than me. Everyone. <laughs> Were you headlining that night? No. No. Uh, I want to say I probably went so last. So Tosh was making fun of you before you got on stage? Either before or after. I want to say ridiculous. it was I want to say it was before. I, every time I've been on stage with him like, and worked with him, it's been absolutely hilarious. Right. Because he... In, he somehow incorporates m- me into the show. Mind you, this is a handful of times. Sure. But he incorporates me into the show in some way, and it's absolutely... He's one of my favorite guys to see do stand-up. I would, right. I would pay to go see him. I would, see, I would like to see a tour, Daniel Tosh, Bill Burr, uh, who else? You were talking about Louis C.K. is in that fucking. Mm. No, oh, that, they did. You? They did. No, that, uh, I, no. I just, I just want to see Louis by himself for an gotcha. hour. I want to see. Right. Like, I don't want to see Louis with anyone else. Right. I want to see Bill with there Daniel was, and see like a powerhouse. Tour. There was that tour a couple of years ago with like Norton and Burr. The antisocial tour. Yeah. yeah, I'd see that. I'd pay to see that. Burr's, Burr's yeah. my favorite. Burr's for one, for a couple of years now. Burr's, uh, you know? yeah, Burr's one of my favorites. I like the way he does. I like the way. I, yeah, I fucking I think he's great. There's not there's nothing contrived, and every sentence is funny. Yep, because you, I'm just so on board with the personality at this yeah. point. Like when he said, "There's a lot we can learn from black people. They can teach us about lotion, and we can teach them how to register firearms." <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm ruining his joke, but that's fucking. That's one of the best things about being a comic. One of my favorite things was right when I started hanging out with comics was that um, they'd go stuff like, "Oh, that's like." Uh, Mitch, Mitch Hedberg's joke uh, when the guy hands him flyers he's basically saying will you throw this away for me right. throw this away here, for me you throw this away yeah here yeah and that was like Dimitri was good at he could tell you anyone's joke and be like oh it's like a tells joke and Dimitri was amazing at that right. and Dimitri was really good at repeating them verbatim like uh-huh. back to you like just the way comics went around a table yeah. dude you should have heard what he said last night and I was like that was my favorite um, wait what was I just about to say about that how fucking crazy it Mitch has been dead 
almost ten years. Yeah, eight years. Eight, like eight. Did nine, both of you? Were both of you like friends? I wasn't. Or? No, I, I'm, no. I, I met him once. But he, it was. It's just so weird to think that it's almost been ten years since he's been dead. Yeah, because yeah. because like, he was just such a strong force, and he was one of the few people that actually kind of changed stand up or an element of stand up. Right. When Mitch Hedberg came around. A lot of fucking young comics went through a Mitch Hedberg phase. Yeah. It was like Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. There was a you know period. I mean? There was a period where you could not go on the road without working with a version of Mitch Hedberg. Right. Like everyone had yeah, Mitch Fletberg, yeah. Stitch Hedberg, Stitch Hedberg, <laughs> Hedges Hedberg, uh, Trim my Who who are the most stolen from essence wise comics around? We're gonna say David Tell. David Tell easily. We're gonna say Mitch Hedberg. Tom no. Barry. Mm, eh, I wouldn't I mean, say that. Maybe I don't know. You know, it's so funny. Colin Quinn said something about that. Yeah. Colin Quinn said something about on his. Well, Barry's been around for a while too. You forget that. He's yeah. been around since like the mid '90s, so that could be true. That could easily be true. Um. Uh. Who else? I think like now. Dane. I'm gonna be dead honest with you. Of course. Dane was one of the most taken from essence wise no for a very it. long time, and I even myself. There would be jokes where I had a joke and I was like, I could make it funnier if I repeated it and right. said it and had my hand move. That's how I feel about a tell. Like I'm be like, get a joke that's not working. Yep. And then if I just go, that's why I shit on the floor. And now it's funny, but I yeah. can't do it. I'm not allowed to do yeah. it. No, I, like Dane gets shit on, but it was actually kind of refreshing when Dane came around. It was a certain like element of yeah. I mean, like hasn't like Dane Cook hate like become like passe at this point? It like, should it's be like, if it's not. I it, mean, yeah. isn't it like hack to like hate on? No Dane one hated Cook Dane Cook point? until he was really successful. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, some people did. Yeah. But whatever. You yeah, know, it was, I, he was. Oh, in the last year, I think you've see, you can see like a lot of people like uh, trying to act like Jesselnick, like newer comics. Oh, trying like to just like be a, like, yeah. I think yeah. that's a trickle down from Tosh too. But I yeah, think, that I might be a so. Tosh thing too, dude. Tosh, yeah. Tosh, uh, and I like. I've always said this: one of my favorite comics and one of the best writers. I mean, he came in the day after they land, landed that plane in the fucking East River. Yeah, he came in with fucking twenty minutes on the plane. <laughs> right, right. And I was like, he's just one of the smartest fucking dudes yeah. in the way. Me and Gary Goldman watched him one night and we're fucking jealous. Right, we were like, fuck that guy. I, I worked with him in like 2002, and he had a joke that was basically just like, they need to change daylight savings because I'm going to want to go to the grocery store and mail a letter. That was the whole joke. Yeah. <laughs> I saw him five years later. This joke is fucking five minutes long, and there's a pterodactyl in it, and it's just like this whole elaborate joke. Yeah. And I just saw where it started from. It was a one-liner. And now it's a fucking cartoon. Now it's I a would, Simpsons episode. Here's the thing. You know I what would, I mean? I, would, I love touring. As a headliner. Yeah. But I, what I miss is working with, like, dudes like that. Like, I miss featuring. That sounds crazy. Right. But I no, miss, it's I miss the fucking doing 20 minutes, being excited yeah. for your 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, As yeah. opposed to going, I have an hour ahead of me. Right. And I would love to do, I would love, I've always said I'd love to fucking take time off from touring and work with Rogan. Like, go out and tour you with Rogan. You were talking about doing a tour with a bunch of guys. Yeah. I mean, that would enable you to do that. I want to do, I, I always say to him, I say to him, Man, I want to go. I want to go with you one week, and he's like, "Whatever you want, you let me know." And I want to, but I just—it's like my schedule is packed, and so I have to make a conscious choice. But like Rogan, go with Tosh. Yeah. Like fucking Buns told me about Tom, Tom Segura. Told me about um, he did a date with Tosh. I guess, dude, it was like a fucking dream. Yeah, it's like it doesn't. It's not what the road's like, and that's what. And it, 
fucking like, it was fucking great, man. Yeah, yeah. Fucking left Friday night, came back Saturday, Sunday morning. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Wow. Two shows, or four, four shows or whatever. Right. Fucking, I would love to do that. Um, Tosh, Rogan, I would love to work with Louis C.K. I'd love to work with Attell. Right. I'd love to work with, I'd love to work with Norton. I'd like to see him work. I just work with Norton. Is he fun? In January. Really? Next question. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like a laid back guy, doesn't he? (laughs) 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 Um, I would love to work with. uh, who else? Uh, who else would I? Who do you want to work with? Who else do I like? If you could get gr- gifted up and put under someone's wing for the next five years for you to grow. Oh yeah, like a fan. I mean, like yeah, you mentioned Louis, who like is is like at a point where it's like you almost don't even need to like mention him. Yeah, yeah but you know? what would you like to do? What would like I like? Oh, who choice. would I lo- love? That's to, what he's asking you. Who would if you I could love it for five years? To you get to pick for five years, and it doesn't matter if it's cliche or not. Who would you pick? Oh man, yeah, Louis would be cool. Uh, Louis, see, come oh. on out! Pass the test, dude. Louis, come out! Oh man, I feel like uh, like touring with Aziz Ansari would be cool. Uh-huh. That would be cool. I, oh, no, yeah. no, no, I think that's a great idea. Listen, it's no, your I, choice. Yeah, it's your choice. Um, Bert just hates well. your choice. No, <laughs> no. Ah. <laughs> uh, Kind of think, man. I I don't know. I who else do I like? Really like right now. Mm. <laughs> There's so many comics like better so than many. you. All right, all right. Let me up There's the stakes. So many. Right. You can tour with whoever you want, and you get to eat off their plate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meal wise, <laughs> he's like Ralphie man. <laughs> Jim Gaffigan. Uh. Oh, yeah, I do love Gaffigan. I do love Brian Regan. Oh, uh, yeah. You couldn't work with either I of them. I couldn't work with either of them, though, because I... Cause just, yeah. cause you just lose that bomb-ass pussy joke. I, yeah. yeah. And lose now it. you're back into running. Yeah. yeah. I have to... No, yeah, I... Uh, yeah, the the cleanliness isn't there. But the godliness. Right, yeah. It's yeah. right around the corner. <laughs> uh, you could probably work with Aziz. That would be... Yeah, I feel like that would be... Call him up. Yeah, call him up. Have That's how it works. You just call them you up. You got people. Say. He's got people. You know this? <laughs> you got agents? He's got people. I have an agent and a people. manager. You have an agent and a manager? <laughs> yeah. You're 21 years old. You live in D.C. <laughs> Who do you have? Who's I, your agent? He's got I have, uh, he's, his name is Remington Franklin. He's at uh, he Resolution. Okay. He, uh, it, like, split off from ICM. Yeah. My manager is Ben Feigen at uh, Anonymous. He used really? to be my manager. Oh, yeah? Ben Feigen. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. He used to work for before levity. Wait, is he related to Heidi? He had, that's his that's her his wife. Uh, Heidi's my uh, booking agent. Oh wow! Yeah, shut up. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna fucking squash I'm, this for you. I, <laughs> Next time I'm with Heidi, get rid of Brandon. He steals <laughs> chips. <laughs> yeah, no, they uh, yeah, I've met I've met Heidi. Yeah, I've met their uh, they have the kid. Yep, got a, he's yeah. 22. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, but wait, what was the question? What was the... Who, oh, you asked me, yeah. yeah. You have representation. Right, right, right. I, because, th- like, there was, like, a post, like, a Washington Post article, and then, like, his, like, my manager's mom, like, sent it to him, and so then he, like, signed me, and then I went over there for, like, a week, and he, like, got me in... When are you going to move to L.A.? Right, in, like, February. 
And you're sure about that? Yes. 100%. Yeah. What are you gonna, who are you going to move in with? I was telling you, you better not get a girlfriend between now and then. Do not get a girlfriend. Right. Don't even yeah. fuck anybody. Right. No, wait, no, well, <laughs> Matt. Matt, please. <laughs> who are you going to move in with? Uh, with family. Oh, really? Like, yeah, family over there. And then you're going to meet some comics and you see if you can crash with them? You can't right. fail. I mean, it's, what's up? Anyone that has family out in L.A., right. you can't fail. Yeah. Who, who's the family? I have an aunt and uncle. Oh, really? There. Yeah. Do they, are they Bert, in business? Bert no, Reynolds. no, no. They're, like, just people. Where do they live? It, well, they live in Long Beach, so it's, like, a little bit of a You want to be friends with Ian Bag, dude? He lives out there. Yeah, yeah. Thompson Girl lives down there. You yeah. can be carpool with them a lot. You should call them up and be like, hey, I need rides into the clubs, and I know you guys do the clubs, and right. I can give you guys gas money. And they'll be like, okay. A lot of guys are cool with that. Yeah. And then we'll call them and be like, don't eat around this kid. (laughs) Hey, did you, are you going to do the, you should do comedy magic. Yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. Mm. Yeah. Take you around there and get you a steak at the very least. (laughs) Right now there's a fucking, right. Oh, by the way, this is my favorite thing is people go, uh, people move to Hollywood or New York and they're like, no, I got all these hookups. I got. I know Matt. I know Bert. They said they're gonna hook me up with Tom right, and Ian. Right. And then when you get out there, no one helps anyone. You're like, Good <laughs> luck. We're all in the same boat now. You're now competition. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Uh, no, this kid's gonna blow up. I mean, oh, you are gonna this blow kid's up. Gonna blow up, and then he's not even gonna fucking say hi to us. <laughs> yeah, he'll be like, he'll have a scarf on and driving an Austin Martin. <laughs> right. and he'll be friends with like Leo. He'll be writing something for Leo's acceptance <laughs> right. speech. I'm great like, Gatsby for it too. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to write it. Are you going to write scripts? You should write scripts. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely want to. I, I, I like have like, I haven't written like a full script, but I've like written like That's stuff. impressive. I've like started. <laughs> you should start <laughs> an exercise video right now. You're in great shape. Yeah. If I could start all over, I'd start an exercise videos and supplements. Yep. Yeah. 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 You have a podcast? It's uh no, I don't have a podcast. You should do a solo podcast, just you. Yeah, yeah. Just you just, talking uh, just for an, one hour. Uh, just a uh, weekly one man show. Brandon's log. Yeah, yeah. Brandon's log. <laughs> Day one. I. Uh, yeah. Wait. What were we? What, what were we talking about prior <laughs> prior to the podcast? We were talking. You moving to LA? Your not family. Pri- oh yeah yeah yeah. We're talking about bullshit career ideas for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just. I. Yeah. I'm just riffing. really like ready to to move. You've kind of conquered DC a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I like. You feel like you've been here your whole life. <laughs> Did you grow up here? It's. Uh. I mean, since eighth grade. So like, because my dad was in there is was in the Air Force. So like, we seriously moved around a lot. I yeah. did not see you as a military kid. No, I know it's yeah. I you mean, do yeah, not no, look he's like, like you were comfortable on a base. Right, he's this like buff, bald dude. Really? And yeah, from Iron and Eagle. I'm, I, yeah. Is he black? What's up? <laughs> Iron. What's Eagle. that guy's name? Iron Eagle. By the way, someone told me they're flying to Russia. Who the fuck was? Oh, uh, fucking Yoshi. Uh huh. He got a cheap ticket, $700 to fly to Finland, but he's got to go through, like, St. Petersburg. Right. And he's like, I'm not going to do Yoshi's accent, but you have to almost if you're going to impress impersonate Yoshi. But you're like, I, I don't know, I even know how it sounds. Okay. But he's like, have you heard of Aeroflot? And I was like, oh, my God, the scariest airline ever. And he was like, I've heard bad things. I go, well, if Iron Eagle... Two has any inclination? They're actually really good, but they do fly in black masks. Um, so wait, so your dad's military? Yeah, you're just kind of like an intense dude, P90X kind of. I mean, no, he's not like an intense. Like he's like a nice guy. He's Does like he have great, abs or not? He's he, uh no no. Okay. Is he no, alpha? But he's like, what's that? Is he alpha? 
I would say my dad. Yeah, my dad's my dad's alpha. Do you have an you older have, brother? Got a, uh, no, I have a little sister. So what did he, did and what, how does he get you? Yeah, sometimes. Really? Yeah. He yeah, wrote that it bomb is. ass pussy joke for him. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, Dad. Uh, but yeah, no, it is. Yeah, no, you wouldn't expect that. Like, uh, like a twink looking. For those of you who don't know what uh, what Brandon looks like, he looks like what Asian businessmen jack off to. You should use that. (laughs) (laughs) Copyright. Copyright. If you hear him say that joke, ladies and gentlemen, you know where it came from. (laughs) (laughs) The joke machine. Um, we should do all his material right yeah. now. And then be like, hey, just take it, Brandon. Just take, take it. Take it. that to LA with you. I was reading the Bible the other day. <laughs> so I'm wait. thankful. Uh, do you know the joke? I no. only know the punchline. Uh, I'm going to see if I can do it. I was reading. Uh, just pull out his Twitter account. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I tweeted that on, on Wednesday. I was reading the Bible yeah. the other day. I think my favorite. Psalm is, God so loved the world, he gave us bomb-ass pussy and dank-ass weed. John 3, 69. John 69, 420. 420. <laughs> Have at it, fucker. It's good material. Yeah, it's more material for you. Um, you're alpha as fuck, you should say something like that. <laughs> How much time can you do? Uh, I have a good 15, but like that's like... Like, when I, yeah, doing beyond, like, I've I've comfortably done, like, 15 to 20, like, well, but, like, if somebody asked me to do, like, beyond that, like, at this point, like, I'd be a little nervous. I'd be, like, yeah. I'd be, like. No shame, buddy. Yeah. You're young as shit and you're funny. Yeah. Ain't no shame. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's important for like comics to like actually like be honest when like people ask. Well, how yeah, because then you might have, end up headlining. Like, yeah, the there's not, so like, ma- there's like so many like just like open mic like shitheads where like you like ask them that and they'll be like, oh, I've got I've got an hour. Right. I've got a yeah, I can yeah. I told like, I told Matt Frost called me one time. He goes, how much time can you do? I go, I can do an hour. He's like, you can. I go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, perfect, got you a date. And I did uh, Houston Last Stop. It was my first headlining date. Yeah. And I fucking went down. Dane bailed out. He had something wrong. He had to bail that weekend. And uh, I went down, and I did one hour. And I remember thinking, oh, shit, I can only do 30 minutes. Right. right. Like, I could not yeah. do an hour. And I had to stretch. Yes. And I that whole weekend, and by the end of the weekend, I knew how to do an hour. Right. I was like, right. I figured out how to do an hour. Yeah. yeah. But I, yeah, because I think, but it's somebody, more than just the material. You yeah. got to be able to ride that. Somebody was saying, like, yeah, yeah, there's like a difference between like having an hour and being able to do an hour. Yeah, because you're just yeah. talking to people. I right. Mean, fucking people get bored. Yeah. And then there's a big yeah. difference with having an hour, being able to do an hour and a half, but having a good hour. Oh, right. Yeah. Like right yeah. now, I'm in a spot where I can do. I think I can do. I could figure out. I'm not I haven't done it yet, but I could figure out a really good hour. Right. You know, with uh, like. Yeah, but I'm I, but I'm fucking been at it f- 14 years, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have any questions you want to ask the pros? Yes. <laughs> we'll answer anything for you. You need to know. Uh, can I eat the? Can I eat these chips? No way. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right, let's see how much time we did. An hour 18. Okay. Hour oh, 18. That counts. I'll as post a this this Tuesday. Cool. It's coming up uh, Tuesday. Awesome. Oh, um, oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And wh- how can everyone follow you on Twitter? 
Um, Brandon Wardell, W A R. Do you tweet funny shit? Yeah, I'm so good at Twitter. Okay, <laughs> we'll be the judge of that. I'm, I'm so I'm so good at. Twitter. <laughs> Not, I I cur- Listen, well, you're doing the right thing. You yeah. have to say yes. I curate. You can't say no. I, I'll I'll tweet like three things in a day and then keep the one great tweet and then people will look through my shit and be like, like you'll delete the, the bad good. ones. Yeah. Wow. Really? I yeah no I'm very like I'm very protective of my my social media brand. Brandon. Okay, good, good. <laughs> Please don't War- use the word brand around here. But I no, Brandon Wardell. That my social All media brand letters. is my lifeblood. Wait, is this you? What's that? Yes. Okay, can we change your picture to a picture of you? Gotta get you. Oh yeah, you look like there. a troll. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've got like a uh, oh the sunglasses. We sunglasses need two with the, uh, it's thumbs a, up. Uh, the sun. It's a picture of a sun with sunglasses oh, with, and a thumbs uh, up. No, the oh well, the background is Lil B. Yeah, I know you look like a troll. Like you go to yeah. these accounts and you see these people and you're like, this isn't real. <laughs> is I don't. Really I ignore everything they say. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. why you have a thousand seven hundred followers. You need to get. You yeah. Need to get, here we go. Let's see if funny or not. Kicks open door of important business meeting. <laughs> Yo. What if there were glory um, holes, but, like, it's just someone feeding you chicken nuggets? We'll take that one. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> All right. So far, so good. <laughs> That's actually really good. Thank you. Kicks open door of important business meeting. Yo, what if there were, like, glory holes, but, like, it's just someone feeding you chicken nuggets? <laughs> For God so loved the world, he gave them bomb-ass pussy and dank-ass weed. John, 69420. Yeah, dude. Yeah, just just get your picture on there, and you're going to get 1,000 followers <laughs> by the end of the week. Guess who was, who was guessed why someone had the old uh, libertarian info in their pocket to start the meeting. Uh, oh, yeah. that's a, that, yeah, <laughs> Three that days ago, sweet. Brandon Well tweeted, LOL at all the libertarians <laughs> in their 20s that are actually just Republicans. That Oh, you slid us a tweet in our yeah. conversation? You motherfucker. My favorite episode of Full House is the one where Uncle Joey has a rough incident with a heckler at a comedy club and then yells the N-word. All right, follow Brandon, y'all. It's official. I like it. Wait. You're you're sure the advice isn't semen makes makes your pineapples taste better? God damn, I really regret how I spent last weekend. You're killing, man. Yeah, thank you. You're killing... Semen makes your pineapple taste. I have, yeah, yeah, no. I, Wait, you're sure your advice isn't? <laughs> Semen makes your pineapple taste better. God damn, I really regret how I spent last weekend. Now, oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, okay, we're good. Funny prank. Over the course of years, slowly destroy all your relationships with loved ones. I like, like that. That's a, yeah, that's, like a, that that's, that's good in, in text. It's funny it's because that's all anyone ever does with their lives. Right. Let's see. Nice try, cops. What's this picture? Oh, it's just that. Uh, oh, the GGN. That, by the way, is a funny. Yeah, you can do more with that. Oh, thank you. I won't fuck your bitch, but I will take a nap on your couch for a rude amount of time. Growing up in the suburbs is a surefire way to regularly hear. I don't really listen to rap, but I love Macklemore and Eminem for some reason. Quality. God, it's so That's funny. Quality. Yeah. I like it. Give him a follow. Brandon yeah, Wardell. Yeah, follow his Thank you. And you got, you got, so now this is going to drop Tuesday. Tuesday. So you you got to load up with your fucking A-gamers. So when people right. go to follow you. Don't tweet until Tuesday. Yeah. And then I would hold off. Loud. It's yeah. like, it's Maybe like, I changed, I changed my photo during, during the uh, 
tweet readings. Did you really? Yeah, I don't know if it showed up yet. Get right. out of here. I don't know. Here. I changed it to a... Yeah. I'm following you. Yeah, there we, there we go. It's a... Oh, hey. I just got a... I just got a notification. You already got 12 new followers, and this shit hasn't even aired yet. Yeah. <laughs> don't forget, at the full charge, y'all. Oh, yeah. Follow Matt Fulcheron. At the full charge. The full charge.com. The full charge power hour. It's very easy to remember this stuff. You, you have a podcast, right? Oh, yeah. The power hour. What do you do on your podcast? I just make fun of my friend, who's my movie reviewer. <laughs> it's fucking phenomenal. Really? I'm not going to lie to you. I won't brag about my stand-up. I'll brag about my podcast. It's hilarious. My Johnny Knoxville. I just reached out to Johnny Knoxville's people to try to get him on the podcast. Oh, yeah? Yeah. To get him. Here's the bit. Oh, I can't talk about it. Fuck. Huh. I'm trying to get him on the podcast, but uh, via... It's hard to explain. I'll tell you when we get on. Have you okay. seen the movie? No, I haven't, but I, I fucking saw the... I saw the, uh, the trailer? trailer and I laughed my ass off. And yeah. it's fucking killing. Let me tell you something. You know, <laughs> I, I, I partied with Johnny Knoxville in 97 yeah. and came to FSU to shoot a commercial with me. And this is back when I think he was still Johnny Knoxville, but, uh, but he, his he was just was, like writing articles and doing commercial acting. Yeah, for Big Brother. Yeah. And, uh, and I partied with him in my, in my, in my apartment in, at FSU when I was in the number one party on the country and hung out with them all night dressed in drag threw each other down the stairs really fucking <laughs> ate pills smoked weed fucking watched um, watched uh, uh, I think I want to say Camp Kill Yourself videos oh yeah I want to okay. say that's what it was but I, all I remember it was his videos we were in a tour bus and we were watching videos of people trying to knock themselves out with beer bottles right so and you I, were watching Jackass with Jackass yeah this is fun. and we were laughing <laughs> it was so fucking hard and I remember him pitching me the idea he's like I write articles where I get shoot I get shot with a gun I get uh, and he's like I want to do a show where I get shot with a gun I get shot with a bow and arrow I'm wearing uh, chain mail and I and like I go down and I get attacked by a shark I get or whatever his <laughs> right, thing right. was and I remember thinking to him like Good fucking luck. Right. Like, I would never watch it. I would never do it. I would watch it. I would never right. do it. I would. N- I can't imagine who would do that. Cut to, like, three years later, I'm doing Hurt Burt, Absolutely. which is I- almost the identical fucking right. show. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, so I reached out to Johnny Knoxville, my producers did, to try to get him on my podcast. Right. Not my producers on my podcast. It's a long story. Right. So hopefully he'll be on the podcast. I'd love to talk to him. He'd be a fucking... He's got personality, dude. He's an interesting fucking because dude. Because no one... All right, there's the recipe. Go fucking get hit by a car. Yep. <laughs> you know, there's your recipe for comedy. He showed it to you. <laughs> yeah. But for some reason, it's it's never as funny as when he does it. Yeah. I think a key ingredient to what they do is they all gather around, and the one guy gets real nervous he's about to get hurt, and they all go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It is, that's, that's, the camaraderie of Jackass yeah, yeah, yeah. is almost as good as the stunts. Right. The camaraderie of watching them all one-up each other. And they're pretty and, quick-witted and stuff. And f- the, I, I tell you what, uh, this is... Me, I've seen all of them, and I love that fucking. Yeah. I love the brand. Yeah, but me like, too. Uh, I don't. I never liked. I like when they fuck with each other, but I, I, I would make me so nervous to be on the set where everyone has a fucking small cannon and they're gonna try to rupture your eardrum. You know, like or like they like when they prank each other. That makes me nervous. So even when they're not working on what they're working on, they're still side filming oh. bits where you get bit by a snake or Dude, punched in the they face. They threw a cobra. In a fucking what's him call it with Bam Margera? Yeah, they threw a cobra. Yeah. in the fucking trailer with him. Right, like and, and right. he was like he's, he's crying. He's crying. <laughs> right, like you think of shit like that and you're like, oh my god. I remember um, I, I Ryan Dunn uh, tested for Birth of Conqueror. It was like so Birth of Conqueror was my show on Travel Channel, mm-hmm. and when we did it, I turned it down initially. I was like, I don't know, and then they were like, 
we'd love for you to. And I was like, oh, and then the money got up, and then they were like, well, we can get a real host. So they had four people test to see who would get Bird the Conqueror. Uh-huh. And it was me, Ryan Dunn, some guy who I want to say was a writer for 30 Rock now. Okay. He's a, I want to say he was like a, he's an alternative improv guy. Uh-huh. Um, I wish I knew his name, but he was... He had also tested for Man vs. Food and didn't get that. Okay. And I remember the whole time he was like, dude, that was my fucking show. That was my fucking show. <laughs> right. And we were in there, we were like, we were like, and that was Man Food vs. Food was the biggest show ever. And then this guy who was on Survivor or The Apprentice or, or one of those things, and he had just been kidnapped by Somali pirates. <clears throat> yeah, and so, and so everyone, but Ryan Dunn and I were the only Hold ones. Hold on, he actually got kidnapped? Yeah. Wow. That's what he said. I mean, I, I, I believe him. Right. Um, so we go to do the test. It's at uh, it's at a theme park in New Jersey, and um, these I, I, and I, I don't know if these guys are listening to this, and I don't, I don't mean to sound negative, but I made a joke in the thing. Said I go, why don't we all get the show and we'll change the name to Draw Straws, and we'll <laughs> all just go in right. and we'll pull straws. And Ryan Dunn looked at me and goes, I'll do that. Right. And I was like, I was like, I'll do it. Yeah. And the other guys were like, Well, let's see how the test goes. And right. so immediately. These two alienated themselves from Ryan Dunn, who had brought three friends, by the way, right. to the test with him. Right. And he had his posse with him. He was comfortable. But, <clears throat> and then they very quickly... Uh, oh, and then his two friends... We, we, it was riding on a roller coaster. We had to interview people. His two friends rode in every ride. So they listened to everyone's interview. Yeah. And then... And I don't think they were doing it to like cheat, but they then told Ryan about everyone's interview about what they did. Yeah. And my interview was like just doing stand up comedy. I mean, right. I fucking I made some very off color jokes. Right. And they told Ryan, and Ryan was like lost his mind. He was like, <laughs> "Are you fucking shitting me?" He said that. He said that. And I and like and then he came up to me. He goes, "Dude, you're out of your fucking mind." And right. I was like, "No, I just don't know any other speed yeah. other than stand up comedy." Yeah. And he was like. Shut up, man. He's like, when, dude, when you come to fucking, uh, not Philly, but you know, we come to right, Pennsylvania. You got to fucking come. We got to see you do stand up. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, me yeah. and him hung out and got along very well. And, uh, and I can't remember where this was going. I don't know, but that's awesome. But he, and so, what were we talking well, we're about? We were talking about Jackass. Yeah, yeah, oh, oh he was telling me. Yeah. He was like, he was like, yeah. He goes, I, I get, um, I get like ulcers. Like, I get really fucking stressed out when we start doing the show. Right. So I asked him, I was like, I'm obsessed with Jackass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, it's a lot of fun. He goes, you know, but it's like, he's like, when we start production, he's like, it's like fucking. He's like, you don't, you can't sleep because everyone's fucking with you. Yeah, like, everyone's oh, fucking yeah. with you, and then you got to be a good sport about it. On top of it, yeah, you got to laugh about it. You got to have a sense of humor about it. And I was like, I would lose my fucking mind. Yeah. And then Bam showed up and Bam uh, hung out with us, and they were, I mean, they were. Dude, we're going through a theme park. Ryan Dunn and Bam Margera. People were losing their fucking minds. Right. And uh, and then I got the job, and obviously it was going to be called Dunn the Conqueror or Bird the Conqueror. Oh, okay. And uh, and actually it was going to be called The Conqueror. Gotcha. And I think in my audition I said Bird the Conqueror. I don't I forget how it went. Right. But, yeah, but then I ended up getting the job, and I never ended up talking to him again. But mm-hmm. he was really fucking cool. That's cool. I, one of the nicest guys. But, yeah, um, that camaraderie shit. That's what we like about comedy, I think. Yeah. Is that we're all kind of equals and we're all fucking doing the exact same thing. We're all trying to write the same jokes. No matter how much time you do, it's like you still want to write good shit. You want other comics to be like, dude, I like that line. Right. All right. So everyone knows how to follow Brandon. Everyone knows how to follow Matt. This is true. Uh, Hopefully you follow me. Um, Anything (laughs) else? They probably do. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. (laughs) They found this podcast somehow. Um, And uh, is that it? I think so. Yeah. 
Okay, we've covered oh, I thought everything. Of more, There's I chips thought of in more, the closet. I thought of more comics I'd want to work with. Oh, okay. Okay, let's run but through this real quick. Neil Hamburger. I'd like Neil Hamburger a ton. Yeah, he's a band promoter, right? He was uh, a band... Someone just told me a great story about him. Oh, yeah. Greg Turkington? Yeah, they were like... Yeah. yeah, he was a band promoter, and he was like uh, he was like really big into the... Who was telling me about him? The other day, like someone was like, oh, yeah... I love Neil Hamburger. He was he was real big in the punk rock scene. I don't know. God, maybe Chris Fairbanks. No, who was just telling me about him? Well, I just wrote a new joke. What's that? My new goal is to be the cool substitute teacher that says ass and damn <laughs> sometimes, and all the kids are like, "Whoa, this guy gets it." You can have that <laughs> if you want. Yeah. Wait, wait. I wrote one too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was like a. Uh... You're not happy with that one? No, no, no. I'm very, ha- I'm okay, very good, happy with good. that one. I, I was just checking the... Uh, Why are you going through my notes? Man? Oh, yeah, that was... No, I was... I was yeah, three, 300. 300 uh, faves. You got 300 faves on that? Yeah, we really out here. What? What? What's we really out here? <laughs> yeah, we really out here. Wait, are you follow Donnell on, <laughs> on Vine? <laughs> Why does Don... You know who Donnell is? Donnell Rollins? Yeah, he says that. We out here! He, he, All he the does. time. What is that? What does that mean? Oh, it's just like a th- it's like a it's thing. like we're here. It's like it, it's a yeah. It's, it's like we're right here right now. Like right, deal with it. Excalibur. It's like we're here, but without the we're queer. But <laughs> right. still deal with it. <laughs> yeah. What's uh? Wait. I got I got a new joke for you. <laughs> it's hard to spit game at a bank teller when she can see how much money you have in your bank account. <laughs> <laughs> I think I actually did write that one. <laughs> <laughs> What's eugenics? What's that? Uh, What's eugenics? Eugen- oh, that's a, wait. Oh, eugen- yeah. yeah, that's like when uh, like the the Nazis would like, uh, like genetically like plan. Because I just have this joke. Things. I think that would work for if I knew what eugenics was. But my joke is that's the power of German engineering is the slogan for Volkswagen, but it was also the slogan for eugenics. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> this is my favorite one so far. Hot sluts in your area looking for emotionally fulfilling relationships. I fucked it up a little bit. <laughs> did you hear it? Yeah, I did. <laughs> All right. That's the end of the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Matt. We Do we have any more dates to the end of the, to the, end of the year? Huh? I don't think we do. No, you're not. You, you canceled. Them. It's trip flip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All year until fucking February. I apologize, everybody. Oh, it's all, yeah, yeah. We're going to miss you. We'll listen to the podcast. All right. Yep, podcast will keep going. I love you guys. Thank you. Oh, oh. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.